Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. And there's no annual contract. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. As always, we got my brother, Junior, man. How you doing, Junior? I'm doing good. How's everybody doing out there? We're doing good, man. No response from anyone? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing good, man. We're real, real excited. Today, we got got our our second official guest. We got my guy, AJ, in the building, man. We got AJ is a, a, is a, is a, a, works with athletes, is, is, works with sports medicine, man, is, is big into to basketball, uh, watches all, all the league, man. You, you see his jacket he got on, Team USA jacket, man. Right, so right. so go, go, go ahead, AJ, introduce yourself to the people and tell them a little bit about, a little bit about yourself. All right, my name's AJ, y'all. I'm basically, uh, I'm basically a student right now. I work in sports medicine, but my passion has always been basketball. You know, I played in high school, I played in college, um, and my dream is to work with athletes, and I'm always in tune with the league, always watching all the games keeping up to date so yeah definitely definitely. we excited to have you on aj (laughs) so uh so so today y'all so we got a real special episode for y'all man we got we 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 basically doing a prediction man of of, of the western conference from seeds one through 15 we're gonna start we're gonna start at seed uh seedings 15 and you know what man like as i was making this list i was like man the west is packed the west is packed like there was some teams there were some teams who could have been like a top five seeds in the East who almost didn't make my the, the playoffs for me, man. So I'm 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 excited to hear what, what both of you guys have. You know, I've been looking forward to this all week. So without further ado, man, y'all, y'all ready to jump into this? Let's get to it. Let's get to it, man. So we're gonna kick it off with the 15 seed, man. So who I got for the 15 seed is the Oklahoma City Thunder, man, which is crazy because just last year. They were the fifth seed. Just last year, they were fifth seed. And, you know, I know they traded away all their pieces. And now they're just in total, total rebuild mode, you know. And all what they're doing right now is what I think they should do is just give Shy and Darius Basley like 30 shots a game. Like, let them make all the mistakes in the world. Let them learn. Let them just let, let them mess up. Let them miss shots. Miss layups. Do it, do it all so they can learn and become stars. They both have – they're both young, have a lot of potential – and uh, I know Junior. I know Junior loves Dort. You know what I'm saying? I don't. He's you know, nice. I, I think I think Dort is cool, but you know, to be honest, I think his offense is very limited. Like I really don't see him being much more than a defensive role player in in, in this league. So, uh, to, so which is why I, I got the Thunder in the 15th seat. Who, who you guys have in the 15th? I got, I got the Thunder as well. Uh, I honestly, and it's kind of crazy because last year I also had him at number 15 where they had just got him Chris Paul. And I'm like, ah, they don't have any chemistry. It's not going to work. And I, and then they ended up in fifth, right? So who knows what's going to happen this year again. But again, it's the same thing that I said last year. You know, they don't got a roster. 
uh, in my opinion, not really that many good players aside from Luke Jordan, SGA. I mean, Horford's just out there collecting checks pretty much. He's putting up 11.7 rebounds. SGA is nice, though. He's at 22 points a game, but they probably need like three SGAs to make the playoffs in the West. And and I, like I said, I said this last year, so we're going to have to see, but I think Oklahoma City Thunder and two more teams, they're in that like just the last tier. I almost, because like you said, it's just so tough to pick teams in the West that I try to almost tier them. Right. And I think that OKC, I put them in 15th, but they're in that last tier. They could probably go anywhere between from 13th to 15th, but I got them last. What about you, AJ? Uh, for me, I have uh, the Timberwolves, actually. I have the Timberwolves. It's another young team that I think that I think there's chemistry issues as well. I think it's nice that they got the number one pick with Anthony Edwards. He's showing out. He's doing his thing. But I think also for this little stretch of time, Cat's out as well. Um, I think Cat can only do so much. Even with D'Lo, even with Anthony Edwards, um, I think Timberwolves will be 15th in the in the conference. That's my opinion. But I also agree that Thunder is also like they were right there. It was either between the Thunder or the Timberwolves, both super young teams. But I'm going with the Timberwolves. That's I'm surprised how the Timberwolves this low, to be honest, because like I think that the they're they're definitely not a playoff team in the West. But I think that, you know, they at least they have some stars in, in D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Edwards is an emerging star and obviously Carl Anthony Towns. I feel like OKC's got nobody, just SGA, but I don't think SGA is as good as any of those players. I mean, uh, better than Anthony Edwards, but, you know, I, I think we'll have to shows, see. I think it shows how valuable Chris Paul is. Yeah, I think that's for sure. Team, he could turn any team to a playoff contender for sure. Yeah, and I doubted that last year. Last year, I doubted that this year. I'm not making a mistake. I think Phoenix is a good team this year. So, absolutely, I agree with you 100%. We got at 14, John. All right, so uh, moving on to the 14th seed, man. I got the Sacramento Kings, man. And let me say one thing. If Luke Walton leaves, their playoff chances just highly increase. Like, they, they could maybe be like a top 10 seed at least if Luke Walton leaves, man. Luke Walton is running a half-court set with the fastest player in the NBA. Like, what is he doing? You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I think that I think that the Kings are gonna are gonna either get the 14th seed or even even the 15th seed if Luke Walton stays for 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 the whole season. Because if you look at it, their team really isn't terrible. You know, they got Buddy Hield, Harrison Barnes, Hassan Whiteside, De'Aaron Fox, Marvin Bagley. So, like, they, they got to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? They and and I know De'Aaron Fox just got paid paid over over this this off season. So. I think, you know, I think it is, it is time for a coaching, a coaching switch because the players are there. The talent is there to be better than the 14th or 15th seed. But, uh, but that, that, that's why I went with the 14th seed. Who would you guys go for the 14th? I got Kings at 14 as well. I, I mean, they added Whiteside, but they continue to not be good. You know, Whiteside's a good player. Uh, he's iffy, but he's a good player. Uh, but they continue to not be good. And honestly, man, I think Kings, like just the Kings front office and the Kings fans, they just start getting worried because De'Aaron Fox might be running out of patience, man. Like, and if he does, the Kings are doomed. And honestly, like, I mean, I, I don't think he's been as solid as he's been in the past. So maybe he doesn't have as much room to complain or to get as comfortable, you know. He's, he's at 19 points, five assists, and one steal, which I think is not quite where he needs to be, you know. I think a 19 points per game player is, is not someone who should be making demands, but the Kings are that bad, you know. And, and Whiteside, though, has been just puzzling. Six points, four rebounds, and one block per game. And uh, it's not who he used to be at all, you know. Maybe that's why he fell so much in the, in the free agent market, but 
Same thing, you know, Luke Walton is another thing, is another big factor. I'm not sure. I don't know how he still has a job coaching, to be very honest for with real. you. Because, and it's funny too, because remember when he was back up to, uh, to Steve Same. Kerr, everyone was like, oh, he's this kid genius. And I'm like, bro, look at that Warriors team. Anybody can coach that Warriors team, right? But, uh, and he got exposed on the Lakers and he's just, he's getting exposed now on the Kings, you know? So I think that it is kind of mind blowing to me how they still have, uh, how he still has a job, but hey, like I agree with you, man. If they get rid of him, I think they maybe might make the, they might have a higher chance, but it's just tough in the West to make the playoffs. I don't know if you guys saw that thing about Marvin Bagley and his dad too, how he was telling him to trade yeah. Marvin Bagley. Who knows how longer he's gonna be on the team too? Right. Yeah, yeah. and if Marvin Bagley's the many trades, the Air Force is like, man, dude. <laughs> Before before the season started, I had the Kings at like that play in kind of you know tenth ninth seed fighting wow. for the playoffs. But with their they have a good roster, they have a not bad roster. But you know now that Luke Walton, I think they're five and ten right now. Like I think I think it's a coaching that needs to be yeah played. definitely or the front yeah. office like Vlade Divac in the front office. They've been known to make some like bad moves. Yeah, <laughs> they got Rashawn Holmes. That's a good pickup. But Whiteside, you know, who knows what you're gonna get with Whiteside for sure. Yeah, and that rookie too, a uh, Tyrese uh, Halliburton, Halebird. I don't know how you pronounce it, but he's balling. He's a solid player too. He's, he's solid for sure. So that's uh, so that you know they got the pieces to be you know doing something, but it's just that the coaching isn't there. Consider Marvin Bagley a bust at this point compared to his draft class? Where you I don't think so yet because he's just been injured. You know, I think that uh, it, it's tough to say he hasn't done what we expected him to, especially because I think he got taken in front of both Luca and Trey, but, but, but he's been injured. So it's, it's kind of tough to see, you know, he's def- definitely been, been letting me down. I, when Marvin Bagley's rookie class came in, I had him as rookie of the year. You like, you look at him, he has that Kevin Durant type body. You know what I'm saying? He could shoot, he could stretch it out. He could, he's really the stretch four. And I, I really had him as that rookie of the year, but so he, he's been letting me down. So I, I think AJ, I think I would give him that, that, that bust title, to be honest with you. I really do think I would. I think it might be due to him being in Sacramento. Like Sacramento hasn't been known to develop develop players really well. So, right. I, look, right. it got way better when he left. Hassan Whiteside got way better when he left. Uh, Demarcus Cousins. I mean, he had his shine. I mean, he's just been hurt, but he he was shining over there in, in Sac. But um, he was nice. Demarcus Cousins was nice in New Orleans too before he got hurt. Like he was still putting up some nice numbers in New Orleans before the injury. Definitely. All right, so uh, so m- moving on to the 13th seed, man. I got I got the San Antonio Spurs, you know, and the reason why I had them here is that this, this is another team that like they're great. Like I mean, they're not great. They have good players. They have great players. I, I would consider Demar Derozan, Lamarcus Aldridge, great players, but they don't have nobody around them and and like enough players around them to be able to make to to be able to make the playoffs like if you put the Spurs roster in the Eastern Conference they definitely make the playoffs they definitely are a top top top, top seven seed I in my in my eyes they're a top seven seed but you leave them in the West and just with only DeMar and LaMarcus Aldridge and all these like really no names like nobody's really living up to their to their hype you know DeJounte Murray's not living up to his hype Derek uh, Derek White lived up to his white only his rookie year Lonnie Walker needs to get it together so like all these players that they, like for them to make the playoffs, all three of those players need to make a take a huge step up. And as of right now, like I I don't see it for the Spurs, man. And, and I feel bad because you know, like they, they're a classic winning team. You know, they've been in the playoffs year after year after year. But right now, they're in like 
really they need to just rebuild because they're in that middle stage. You know what I'm saying? And and I think they need to rebuild to be like a Thunder type team right now. How you guys feel about the Spurs? I don't Thunder think team? I've ever I don't think I've ever seen Pop do a rebuild team. You know, he's always been in the playoffs. So it's going to be interesting to see how with like Lamarcus Aldridge at his age, DeMar DeRozan and the young guys, how they turn that into a rebuilding team or if they're going to be like in that middle kind of purgatory um, 10 through 14th kind of seed. Okay. Yeah, you, we'll have to see. I mean, I got, I got them at 13th as well. So it's funny. We got the same list so far, but I wouldn't go as far to say that they're, they're that they, uh, that they make the playoffs in the East. I'm not so confident in that uh, just yet. I think that, uh, you know, they, they just don't have the roster to be doing much. Their roster is mostly old to be honest. And, and, and the West is tough. So there's not much to do there. DeRozan's at 20 points a game. Aldridge's at 15. It's just that's just not enough for them to get it done, you know. And and I just don't have them last, like really just last in the West, just because you know DeRozan and Aldridge aren't who they used to be, but they're not scrubs either, you know. And Popovich is 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 good enough coach to not let his team fall to last. So, but I I don't think they're going to sniff the playoffs this year, you know. I so when I was talking about tiers, when we talking about OKC, I said that 13 to 15 here, it's those three teams: first Kings and OKC. I think you could see a move in kind of any direction. I think they're just that that bottom tier of the of the West. You have you have the Spurs at thirteenth as well, AJ. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm 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 glad we agree on now. So moving on to the twelfth seed, man. I know we're and, not going to agree on this one. This one's going to be controversial, I think. And and so so moving on to the twelfth seed, man. So a couple of days ago, I would have not had this team the twelfth seed. But I had to put him here, man. I'm going with the Houston Rockets, man. I got to go with the Houston Rockets. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. For the past seven years, the Rockets has been James Harden's team. You go look on basketball reference for the past seven years, James Harden has took either like 25 or more shots a game. So the team's offense has been solely relying on James Harden. Now he's gone. Their two-star players, DeMarcus Cousins, John Wall, both coming back from huge injuries. Uh, John, John Wall's John Wall doesn't look too bad. You know, I really thought he was going to be a lot worse than than, than he's looking. You wouldn't, he's actually you wouldn't looked, consider Christian Wood. Christian Wood. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't consider Christian Wood. Not yet. Not yet. I'm. I, I, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna get there. So then, and the third best player on that team now, I would consider Victor Oladipo, also coming back from injury. So they got their three best players, in my opinion, all coming back from injury. And maybe because they're maybe because they're all hurt. Maybe I could throw Christian Wood in there, but. I think Christian Wood and this and this team together needs like another year or two to gel, man. Because they, you know, th- th- you talk about Demarcus Cousins, John Wall, Victor Oladipo. Th- that's not like a good team, but all coming back from injuries, all first year playing together. I mean, except John Wall, Demarcus Cousins. I know they played better in, in uh to, into Kentucky in college, but man, I just I, I I'm sad to put him here because you know the Houston Rockets have been in the playoffs the past couple of years, but. I had to go with the 12th seed, man. How are you guys feeling about the 12th seed? Man, I thought it was going to be a controversial pick that I was going to put the Rockets in 12, but it looks like it's not because I got them there as well. You know, like you say, I mean, you hit on most of the points. Losing Harden is going to hurt him. Um, and it doesn't really seem like Oladipo wanted to be there either. Supposedly he was trying to get to Miami. Uh, Boogie can't act right. He's still getting teed up every other game, right, which is going to add up only to suspensions. John Wall and Christian would have been solid, and Wall's put up 19 points a game, which is actually more than I expected from him, but I also because I expect him to be sharing the ball with Harden. But uh, now that Harden is gone, I do expect that to go up. Uh, but honestly, I think it's kind of crazy, though, because he got out of Washington, right? And I think he's almost in arguably a worse situation with the Rockets in a tougher division. 
right? Like, I think he might have had a better time in the on the Wizards with Beal than on the Rockets with, you know, really nobody, uh, aside from maybe Christian Wood. But, I, like, I know you can't compare Beal and Wood. They're completely two different types of players. But, like, if you just say you only get to choose one, everybody's taking Beal, right? So, 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 but on the other hand, I also kind of feel like that's kind of what he gets for doing Beal like he did, you know, just kind of Man. leaving him over there. <laughs> and, 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 uh, I think that, you know, like when we're talking about tiers in the past, I think the seats 10 through 12 in my list are just, they're interchangeable, but I think the Rockets get that, uh, that 12 seat in my opinion. Who you got, AJ? I have a little bit more faith in the Rockets just on paper. I think getting Old Depot back for Harding is not ideal, but it's something. Right. That I think Wood with what 24 points a game, 10, 10 rebounds. I think he is a bright spot for them. I don't think they're going to be that low in my opinion. So for my 12th, I have the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. Um, I think there's no timetable. I don't think on Jaron Jackson's return, which is oh. a tough blow. I think they just have like John Murray. I, don't, I think he can only do so much. Um, they have a lot of young guys on their team. So I think that, Memphis will be in that kind of 10 to 12 range. I have them at 12 right now. Okay. That's, that's uh, a solid. That's t- that was, they're, they're in my 10 to 12. I'll say that. I won't say if they're 10th or 11, but I'll say they're in my 10 to 12. So that's, that's, a, that's a good range for sure. Okay. So, so I mean, we're talking about the Grizzlies. Uh, let me move on to my 11th 11 seed. I, I got the Grizzlies, man. And I really, really, really want to be a glasses half full type person with the Grizzlies. But because of the success that, that they had la- like last year in the in the playing games, even without Jaron, and because honestly, I, I like watching the Grizzlies. They're a fun young team to watch, but I got to emphasize the fact that they're young. Like John Morant, Jaron Jackson, 21, both 21. Next best, next best player, Dylan Brooks, 24. So they're just insanely young. And, and just how, how, like how AJ mentioned, uh, Jaron Jackson has no timetable on, on his return. And with the West being as packed as it is, they're going to get off to a slow start without Jaron Jackson. And I don't know if they can, you know, catch up because, because in the NBA, it's hard to be, it's hard to play that catch up game, especially in the Western conference. And especially if you're a young team, not experienced. So it's going to be very, very hard. If Jaron Jackson misses, like if he, if he misses a couple more games, it's, it's, it's going to be hard for, you know, for them to be able to catch up if they start with the, with the, with the losing record. But uh, how are you guys feeling about the 11 seed? Man, finally, we don't agree on one. So I got the Wolves in 11, actually. Um, I think that, that the Wolves, they have not been so good so far, but they've missed Carl Anthony Towns for a lot of games already this season. Uh, and now that he's out with COVID, it's going to hurt him even more, actually, because like you said, it's hard to play catch-up in a Western Conference. So, so I think that they have just a, a slightly better roster than the team that I have in 10th. But Cat, uh, I, think, I think just missing a huge piece like Cat is going to make a difference, right? They, they, they have the manpower to knock on the door of the playoffs with Cat and D'Lo. So I think they're just going to have to, you know, just string together enough wins. Uh, but with the West the way it is, I just don't – I think they'll come up short. And uh, D'Lo is at 21 points a game, three rebounds and six assists. So he's going to need to step it up if they're going to make it in the playoffs. Like he's going to have to be putting up like over 25, closer to 30 to be honest. And Cat's at 22 points, 13 rebounds, which is good. But th- that, those are good numbers, those are solid numbers. But – He's going to need to do more. He's going to be have to put up also over 25 and probably over 15 boards for them to make the West. But that's crazy, but that just shows how the West is just stacked. 
which, which just 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 to respond to you, Jenner, which I believe he can do, which which I believe Cat can do. Like as we mentioned on, on that on that 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 last episode, if you guys ain't heard that, those top ten players under twenty five, y'all y'all go tune into that episode. Uh, we we talked about Cat and Cat every single year, man, has been putting up twenty five plus in a double double every single year since his rookie year, man. So. I, yeah. You know, it, it, it isn't too far fetched for me. And you know what? I'm not going to give away who, where I got the Wolves, but maybe I'm a little bit, maybe I think either y'all sleeping on the Wolves or I'm a little bit too optimistic on the Wolves, man. Yeah. But, uh, but but go ahead, AJ, talk, 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 talk to me about your 11. For my 11th, I have the uh, Pelicans. Ooh. Um, Ooh. That, you know, I'm glad that Alvin Gentry is out there that got off a of coach. They have Stan Van Gundy now, so that's a little bit better. But I think – their defense really took a hit, especially with the loss of Drew Holiday. Man. I think Eric Bledsoe is not Drew Holiday. Not at all. I, think, I mean, they have Zion. Zion is going to be Zion. But other than that, like, yeah, Steven Adams is cool. But I think that's where their defense really takes a hit. I think they're going to be in that group of that, that 10, 11 kind of range. Not, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, especially they also have a young team as well. Um, I just think the Pelicans um, – they, they, they need also more time to figure it out. They need some chemistry issues, and it's just – I don't see them as, as a playoff team, especially in the West. So I'm, I'm going to sound like a, like a Lakers homer here, but I think Lonzo Ball is a good defender. Like, I think, I think he's a solid defender. He's, a, he's an underrated defender that I think could be, could be a valuable piece to any, any team as a, basically a backup guard defender. That definitely, and I'm, I'm AJ. I'm actually happy that, that that you had the Pelicans that low because uh, I when I, I had the Pelicans in my in my tenth seat, and and I and I when I was writing this list, I was like, man, like, am I being a hater? Like, am I hating? Or because they got a good team, you know what I'm saying? The Bi is a great player, man. He has blossomed into an all star. Zion, great potential, you know what I'm saying? Great body. Uh, he he has the potential to either be a great player or at, at the least, at the least be a great offensive rebounder, high flyer. Right. But, uh, but I, I so I, I have the Pelicans, like I mentioned at the 10th seed, but so the games that I've seen the games, that, cause I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm not gonna act like I've seen every Pelicans games this, this season, but the games that I have watched for the Pelicans, they need more offense than just BI or Zion initiating the offense because the games that I've watched, this is what happens. It comes down court. Bi runs a, runs an isolation. If he misses, it's just kind of scramble ball to 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 figure it out. Stephen Adams gets gets a putback, or Zion has a mismatch because Zion he draws a lot of. There's a lot of teams in the league where he has a mismatch. Too strong, too fast, too big to for a lot of players, and, and uh, so that's usually what they run is they run either the 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 Zion Williamson mismatch or Bi Bi isolation. And in in the in the packed packed West, and I feel like I I feel like. We're only in the 10th seed, and we've talked about how packed the West is already. But, man, like in the pack pack West, that's not going to cut it. That's not enough. And I think that Alonzo, he's going to help. He's going to help provide a lot more for that offense, you know, pushing the ball up court. But just how you, just how A.J. mentioned, losing Drew Holiday, that, that like, man, that, that hurt offensively and defensively, man. The, the, the man was shooting like 36% from three and was one of the best guard defenders in the league matched up with, with how junior mentioned the uh, Alonzo, you know, another great guard defender. So I think that that hurts him. Losing drew hurts him tremendously, which is why I have him in my 10th seed. Who, who you guys have for the 10th seed? Man, for my 10th, I got, I got the Grizzlies coming in actually. So I think that they got a nice young core and I think they could get things going in the West, but it's just a little too stacked for them to get in. I think in the East, now this is where I draw that line. In the East, they get in, no doubt. 
Like, I think Jaws at 26 points a game. Uh, Triple J's yet to play this season, but more on that in a bit. Dylan Brooks is at 17 points a game, which is nice. But it's something just about the way they play. It's like that whole grit and grind. They, it's like a, it's like they, it's a past era for them, but they still kind of play that style, you know. And and like I I have, I've watched their games against the Lakers, and they lost all three of their games, but they were so close. And that's against you know arguably the best team in the league. So they made all those games close. They got good chemistry. They play tough. It's just not enough to make the playoffs, in my opinion. And Triple J, because I know we were talking about that as a negative point for the Pelicans. And yes, while it does hurt them, they played well in the bubble without Triple J. So I think they're continuing to do that. Like right now they're in seventh, right? They're in seventh of the West. And I know it's relatively early in the season, but now it's the point where standings kind of start to take shape and, and we start seeing, you know, the cream rising to the top a little bit more. And, uh, and the Grizzlies are in seventh, but, they're, you know, they're really one win away from being tied for fifth. You know what I mean? So it's, 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 I think that they have a good team. Uh, it's just, just not enough to make the West, but it's, it's, it's tough. I mean, I, I think that they fall on that 10 to 12 seat, but they're they're I think they're at the top of that. So that's who I got for 10. What about you, AJ? Um, this is why I have the thunder. Okay. Yeah. So I, okay. Wow. Okay. That's, 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 that's okay. I want to hear why. That's yeah. a faith in that. I just think the thunder, like even without CP three, I think that with their defense and with SGA, I think they can, I think they can, they can, I think I have faith in them going to the 10th. That's okay. The, yeah. Okay. I got you. I got no, you. All right. So, so AJ, before, before I move on to this next one, I got, I, I got to ask you a question. I, I, I see that little poster in the back, the authentic, authentic fan. Are you a Warriors fan? Oh, oh, die hard, bro. Die hard. Oh, man. Then you're not going to like who I got in the ninth place, man. Woo! I have the Warriors in the ninth place. But check this out. Before you lose it, let me talk to you. Before, before you lose it, <laughs> let me talk to you, man. So this season, I understand that Clay Thompson is out. But this season is proving that the Warriors, app, and I've been saying this, absolutely needed Kevin Durant to do everything that, that, that they did. I understand that Clay Thompson is out. But even with Clay Thompson out, I mean, even though Clay Thompson out, if you were to put him back in, I do not have in the, because of how packed the West is. I do not have him. I, I if the if Clay Thompson came back in today and or played all season, I would not have him in the top five seed. They would be my sixth seed, even with Clay Thompson back. And because and let, let let me tell you one thing. Let me tell you the biggest reason why I got that, and that is because the Warriors don't have a big. And if you look at all dominant teams right now, what do they have? a solid dominant big whether it's a stretch five stretch four all all of the the bucks the lakers the um the the the, the nuggets Clippers. right they all they all have they all have dominant bigs and wiseman man don't get me wrong i love wiseman i've been saying this from the rip i think wiseman has a deep potential man he, he is scary nice right but the problem is the man is 19 years old and in a playoff game in one game, you know he could do it, but we're talking playoffs. When you when you're when you're seeing a team in a seven game series, and I get to study you, and I get to sit down and see everything you do, I don't know. If, I think Wiseman will get exposed. Like I understand that, that the Warriors beat the Lakers the other night, but if you look at it, Wiseman was fouled out by the, the third quarter. He had he had like five fouls in the third quarter, and that's because AD was able to exp- expose him. You know, I'm yeah, I understand. Of course, AD is much better. Wiseman does have that potential, but my biggest reason I have them at the ninth is they have no center in the dominant center league. Like you need a dominant big, but I, I see you feeding the talk, AJ, go ahead. I know, I'm to go ahead, AJ. I got to hear that <laughs> rebuttal. I think with clay back, you don't uh-huh. need 
Wiseman to be all that. Like, yeah, you have dominant bigs, so you're going to let the re- you're going to give up some rebounds and give up some defense. But I think Wiseman, you don't need him to be dominant. Like, yeah, you're going to throw him into the fire. But I'm saying if you if we had Clay back this season, I think I I have faith that we could be a top five uh, team because right now we're we're fifth. We're we're eight and we're eight and six right now. You know, I think a lot of that relies on not just the starting five, but the bench. If the bench shows out, then we'll have a good game. Um, I think you have a point that we don't have a dominant big, but even um, when we won that first championship, we didn't really have a dominant big either. Um, without what? Kevin Durant, we didn't have a dominant big. We had like Andrew Bogut. I mean, I, I wouldn't say he's AD, but I think um, without Clay, I think just judging how they've looked the past couple of games, if Ubre turns it on, if Ubre finds something, I'm not saying he's going to be Clay Thompson. But if Ubre can keep it up, if our bench keeps playing it like it does, right now we're on a two-game winning streak. But I think that the Warriors um, will be in the playoffs. That's, oh, that's you, so you 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 got them in the playoffs, okay? Okay. But so, but who do you AJ? Just go ahead and tell me who you got in your ninth as well. For my ninth, I have the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns. Wow! Wow! Yeah, in the playoffs, okay? I think even with CP3. I think that's a big boost. I think they are gelling together with Booker and Aiden. A, that's a great core. Um, I think I think a lot of it depends on the rest of the supporting cast, like Bridges, um, Javon Carter, uh, their bench. Um, Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. That was, a, that was a nice pickup as well. Um, but I think the Suns will be in that play-in tournament is what I believe. Wow. But they're, they're fourth right now in the West. Yeah. Like, okay. Oh, wow. I, I have them in a little higher, but I actually have somebody, you guys are probably going to be shocked who I have missed in the playoffs, but I, it was, this is tough. And I know I'm going to catch heat for this, but I think the Blazers are going to find a way to miss the playoffs or get in that ninth seed. Stop it. The Blazers. Stop it. Yes. Stop yes. Stop yes. It. Stop it. are nice, but they lost rim protection in Whiteside. I know they have Nurkic back, but he's not the same type of rim protector like Whiteside. Both Dame and CJ are averaging 20 points, per, 28 points per game each, which is extremely solid. But CJ just sprained his foot. And for a team like the Blazer, every team, every game is going to count. So he can't be out for very long. Melo's there too. He's solid and dependable. I get it. And it's funny, actually, because everyone stayed away from him when he was a vet, when he was a, when he was a free agent. And now he's, you know, emerged as a solid vet. But it, it's tough having him miss the playoffs. Don't get me wrong. I just think they're going to find a way to do it. Again, I think they're in that seven and nine category. I have the seven and nine category, like all separated by maybe a game and a half. You think you think Damian Lillard is going to let that happen, though? I think he's going to let that happen. I think I think I think they're just they're, It's just the West is just so packed. The West is so packed, and I think, I, I, I wouldn't have agreed with you, but I'm, but now that both Nurkic and CJ are out, that's a tough hit. Like every game is going to matter, and Dame is going to have to put up like fifty a night to carry this. Right. Team. And so it's going to pile saw, up. He can do that. He we, can do that. But do we that. saw this happen again. You know what we saw this happen? When Kobe tore his Achilles. He was putting up because everybody was injured and he was out there putting up 48 minutes a game and it wasn't working out. And I actually did think they, they actually did make the playoffs this year. That year they got swept in the first round. They didn't make the playoffs, but I think it's just going to be a little tough this season. I think it's just too many variables. It's close. Like I said, during that seven and nine range. But I, it, between the seven and nine, I just had, had to put them in ninth, you know. But it's close. The team that I put in eighth, I mean, it's about as, as it's the closest like two teams I have in, in my in my uh, in my list. But I just think that 
with with their players with their players missing games like this when every game counts, it's just going to be a little tough to make up that ground. All right, y'all. So moving. So now we are moving on to the eighth seed, man. And like I said, maybe. Y'all sleeping on the Wolves, or I'm a little bit too optimistic, but I got the Wolves in the AFC, man. Wow. And the reason why I got them here is the indiv- the individual talent of Carl Anthony Towns and, De- and D'Angelo Russell. Like, that's what got them here for me. I think adding Ricky Rubio is a was a great, great pickup for them because that's going to allow D'Lo, like how Junior mentioned on the last podcast, that's going to allow D'Lo to play a lot more two-guard, to play a lot more off the ball. And that's where I feel like D'Lo will thrive and he will he, he'll really find, like, find his success. And like like uh like like how AJ mentioned earlier as well, Anthony Edwards he he's playing great. You know I, I, the games that I've been watching for the Wolves, he he attacks the hoop like like a thirty year player. Like he he don't he don't play like no rookie man. Like I actually really really like Edwards, but the biggest factor for me and the reason why I have him I have him here in the A seed is not because of none of those players I listed. It's actually Malik Beasley, man. Malik Be- Malik Beasley, if he can have a great season, right now he's having 20 uh, 20 points per game, two assists, four rebounds, shooting 44% from the field and 38% from 3. So if he can have a great season where he's putting up 20 plus and he can give the Wolves a third scoring option besides besides Cat and besides D'Lo, Man, I think that they could definitely get in, get get in there. You know what I'm saying? And the 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 role players are gonna are gonna have to play big. But of course, you know the bulk of the minutes the bulk bulk of the minutes are definitely gonna have to come from D'Lo and Cap. But like how I mentioned earlier, Cap and D'Lo, you know they they proven they could do this, man. So so I I, I got the Wolves in the AC, man. Talk talk to me, y'all. How, how y'all feeling about the AC? Man, I got I got actually. So it's funny you talking about how you got. The Wolves just manpower gets them in the AC. That's why I got the Pelicans in eighth. It was tough to pick them up with the Blazers, but I had to go with the Pelicans. I just think that they have a better one through five. You know, when we're looking at all the positions, obviously not better guards. But uh, I think then you're looking at the forwards and the center, and I actually would go ahead and go with the uh, with the Pelicans. Uh, <clears throat> obviously, the Blazers have the better individual player i don't want to over like overlook that because dave's just so much better than any player on the on the on the pelicans and, but look at bi he's the type of player that seems like he keeps improving he's got virtually the same points per game as last year but now he's got more rebounds more assists and more blocks zion's gonna get to play more than 19 games this season so he's gonna get more you know just more experience and more exposure out there Lonzo's got more experience, and he's putting up more points this season. J.J. Reddick looked automatic against the Lakers, so they're going to have, you know, that type of reliable shooting. And I think Steven Adams provides them better rim protection that they had and better defense that they had before. And he's putting up 10, 10 points and 9 rebounds. The points are not very, you know, not not very good, but there's almost a double-double, you know. It's the, the lowest type of double-double you can have, 10 and 10. But still, that's solid production that you're going to be able to get from your big men. So, that's why I got the Pelicans in eighth. What about you, AJ? Who you got for eighth? Um, I got the Blazers, and I think I should have updated this after Nurkic and <laughs> CJ got out. But I think with Damian being number three in scoring, I think that's only going to go up with CJ out now. Like, yeah, he has a bigger load. But I think with Melo, Melo playing well, Robert Covington playing well, there's going to be the emergence of Nasir Little, some other bench players. I think they could – you know, the same spot they were in last year with that playing tournament with the, with the eighth seed, I think they could crack that again. I think off the pure manpower of Damian Lillard scoring, um, I think their defense definitely took a hit, but I think that they're going to be fine offensively. I think they're, they're going to be the eighth seed for sure. 
Okay, I feel that. Junior, to, to add to your point, you were talking about Stephen Adams. I think another thing Stephen Adams does that does not show up in the stat sheet is like he 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 bothers a lot a lot, a lot of shots. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he won't block it, but he'll get there enough to where like dude got to you know go sideways a lot or whatever, and then he'll end up missing the shot. You know, and it doesn't go in the stat sheet. And, and I, I definitely think that you can only see those things if you're watching the game, man. I call that I call that the AD effect because actually when I was uh, lobbying for him to get Defensive Player of the Year last year. And this is what I was telling everybody. It's like, look how much he alters shots. And, and it's funny because that's what all the players around the league say, too. You say, man, when you're playing against certain players, the ADs, the Steven Adams, the, you know, the, just the, 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 good, the, the big defensive presences, the Giannis is obviously. It's, you just got to – it's not just the blocking. It's just like it's the mental and the, the way you have to just alter your shot into a bad shot, which, you know, which forces a miss, basically. They should find a way to track that somehow, you know, like forced yes. shots, uh, just, just altered shots. Something like that would be be interesting to see. All right, all right. So, uh, so moving on to the seventh seed, man. I I, I got the Phoenix Suns, and so wow. You know, I even I, I I you know I wrote on my, I wrote on my list. I even wrote here. I could be sleeping on them, but now you know my, my guy AJ told me I'm not. He said AJ had them even even lower than the seventh man. So I'm not. I know I'm not sleeping on them because just the same thing AJ said. I agree with him. I don't see how you how adding a 35 year old CP3 takes you from the 10th seed, which 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 is that that's what they were last year, to any lower than a seventh seed man. So so that, that's why this year I got them at a seventh seed. But one thing I do want to mention that. You know, it's now or never for Booker for his, in his playoff chances. You know, he's always had a bad team. He's always had, you know, it's, he's always been struggling. But now for Booker, it's now or – I mean, okay, he has, like, more time. Like, I was going to say never. No, like, if he goes to a different team, I'm sorry, in Phoenix, you know, like, in, if he goes to a different team, of course, right? But it, it, it's for, for Booker in Phoenix and his playoff chances, it's now or never. He has to go. And uh, I think Booker is gonna be like 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 one of those players like 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 the playoff rondos you know or the or, or the before last year the playoff piece you know, last year it was it was, it was pandemic P but uh but uh, Way off I think P. I, but I, I think I think that uh, I think that Devin Booker is gonna show show his who he is in the playoffs if he makes it to the playoffs. And again, like I, this is my second episode in a row where I'm mentioning that uh, Bubba Booker, man, the went crazy last year. In the, I can't get over it. 30 points per game, six assists, four rebounds, 94% from the free throw line, 50% from the field, and 31% from three. Like he was killing last year, man, in, 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 in the bubble. And I think that that's exactly what he'll do if he gets to the playoffs. But one thing I do want to mention, I have him in seventh. If their season goes perfectly imagined. Like no, nobody gets hurt like that. No, you know, so 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 if they if people get hurt and people miss a lot of games, they might they might mess around and not even make the playoffs, to be honest with you. You know, I I, I definitely like the addition of Jay Crowder and CP, but CP's just just old man. Like how is a 35-year-old CP gonna affect that much? I don't know, because he's he he affects with more than just his play. He's a very smart player. His IQ is crazy, he's a mentor. I think that he he affects more than just his play. I I think he's still a very very solid addition. I mean that's why you say it's now or never, right? Because he's only getting because CP is only getting older. So so I think CP is a, is is, is going to be a solid difference maker. I made the mistake of counting him out last year. I'm not doing it this year, you know. But when you say now or never, though, I do want to know. You mean that if they don't make the playoffs? Booker's getting chased out of Phoenix or is Booker requesting a trade out of Phoenix? No, I, but what I mean is now or never is like, this is his best chance in Phoenix to be able to make the playoff team. Cause 
okay, CP did it last year at 34, but so is C like I don't like you add CP at 36, like I don't think he's gonna be able to do anything. You know what I'm saying? And like and and that that that's what everybody's everybody's hanging on to, like, oh, the Suns are gonna make the playoffs because of CB3. The Suns are gonna make playoffs because of CB3. But at 36, like that, like that, that's a little older, like you know what I'm saying? So that's why I think it's now or never for them to make it. So here's what I think. I, I told you this last year. I don't know if you remember we had this conversation. How the Suns are so bad, I don't know. Because they have a good roster. They have solid players. Booker's a solid player. Aiden is a solid player. Those are, those are two great players that they have. Not great. They're two good players. Maybe you I – th- I think Booker is a star, not a superstar. He's a star in the league. I think Aiden's a great player in the league, but not a star. Um, I don't know how they were not making the playoff. I don't know how they weren't doing better at least. I think adding CB3 is going to help them a lot. And then, like, like, like you said, picking up solid players like Jay Crowder, just basically more role players that are going to be able to kind of fill, fill what they need with solid role players, you know. Um, so I, I'm surprised that you guys both have them that low. I have them higher. I have, you guys will still see them coming up on my list. And I'll tell you why when we get there. But, but before I get too far from the topic, let me get to my seventh seed. And I want to see AJ say, so I'll tell him I got the Warriors in seventh. So I think I think Steph is Steph. Steph is Steph. That's generational best shooter of all time. But the problem is sometimes they'll give you 62. Sometimes he's going to give you 11. And I just don't know what you're going to get from him sometimes. He's usually going to give you a good scoring output. But if he has one of his low games where he's just giving you 11, like it's happened a couple of times, how does a team around him react, right? Like when the best player is playing poorly, you know, how is the team going to be able to pick up the slack? And I think without Clay Thompson, they don't have the depth to do it. Um, So it's just, I I think that it's just that that level of consistency. I'm not going to go as far as to call Seth Curry inconsistent because that'd just be blasphemous. But I think that his consistency is not what it used to be. Uh, Oubre and Wiggins are starting to find their footing. They started the season off pretty awful, but they started to find their footing. Uber played great against the Lakers. I always tell, I always tell John this, that players decide to have career nights against the Lakers, and it's so frustrating to watch as a Lakers fan. Uber played great against the Lakers. Wiseman has been solid. I think actually Wiseman was the opposite. He started off the season well, and he kind of regressed in that Lakers game, but it's different. You're not going to go up against Anthony Davis every night. So Wiseman's been solid. Draymond has been good. Um, he's been okay. He's not been what he used to be. He's averaging four points, five rebounds, and seven assists. So he's missing triple singles still. But he's a, he's a great – he's a good, very, very good defender still. And he's a smart player. That doesn't, this doesn't go away with, with time. As you get older, if you're a smart player, you consider knowing where to be, how to coach your own players, and, 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 and just kind of, you know, be in the right place at the right time. So – even without Clay, I can't count the Warriors out of the playoffs just yet. I think if they had Clay, they would probably be around hovering around the fourth, fifth seed, in my opinion. But without Clay, I have them, you know, barely get in the playoffs. I got them in that. Remember, like I said, seven to nine was my range. I got the Warriors in seven just there. So I want to know what you think. Then tell me about your seventh, AJ. I think I, think I have a little bit more faith in the Warriors. I'm just going to spoil it. I have them at six. Okay. But- but I think I, I get what you're saying, like that that they're in that seven to nine range. I think Draymond for Draymond, going to your point about Draymond, he does a lot more than what's in the box score. I think he's a very high IQ player. I think he's a very good leader. He rallies the players. I think you notice that as soon as Draymond was back, um, started winning games. 
Yeah. Um, I think he's a really good mentor to Wiseman. Like, yeah, Wiseman hasn't been playing well recently, but that confidence is still there. Like, he got shut down by AD, but that's AD. Right. Um, I think the team is starting to come into its own. I get what you're saying. I think, for yeah, for me, like I said, I have him at six, but for my seventh um, seat, I have the Spurs. Actually, oh, wow. Okay. I, I want to hear why. I think with all the young players playing well and with Pop, like Keldon Johnson is playing well. DeJounte Murray is a really solid defender. Um, they have um, – who else do they have? Give me one second. Uh, DeJounte Murray, Derek White. DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan. Lamar, like, DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge are pretty consistent players. I, I get they didn't make the playoffs last year, but I think that with the emergence of Lonnie Walker, they got a good rookie in Devin Vassell. I think that's a really solid defensive team as well. I think they could – I think they – I have faith that a pop team can make the seventh seed. Okay, I, 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 I like yeah. that, AJ. I like tough that. To count, <laughs> it's tough to count on pop, that's true. It's, it, you, there, are certain, there are certain people in the league that you just can't count out, and pop's definitely one of them. So, All right, so my number six seed, man. I want to say something before I get to my six seed. I, I had this team in the fourth seed originally. And then I started making my list right now. I know exactly. I know exactly what you got because I did the same thing. I, I started writing my I started writing my like writing my reasonings, like going through, really thinking about it, looking at the roster, looking at the numbers. I'm going with the Mavs. I had the Mavs in the sixth seed, man. And the biggest, the absolute biggest factor determining this is Kristaps Porzingis' health. He only played four games this season so far. And again, I'm trying to be a glasses half full type guy with them, y'all. I really, really am. And 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 which is why I'm giving them the sixth seed. Because if he doesn't play, if if I'm saying if I'm saying Kristaps isn't going to be healthy, they might be a set. They might be a six seven seed, you know. Um, but if if he does play and he is healthy, and and and, and him and Luca are, are are hidden, they might they, they really could sneak into the top five. They really can, so it's like it really is so up and down with the Mavs because of health, and I think that a big, big thing that helps Luca a lot is the playoff experience he got last year going against the Clippers. Absolutely gave him the work, and I think that they, they would have won if Kristaps would have stayed in and and, and would have played. Uh, but so the, the reason I had to go with the sixty yards because is because with Luca and KP. They're they're a playoff team, but without Luka and KP, did like they might be like the 13th seed. <laughs> like if you take them out that team, they might be like a 13th seed. But I do think that adding Josh Richardson and James Johnson makes them a better defensive team, which is what they which is what they struggled with most last season. So uh, so 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 that that's why I went for the sixth seed, and it was tough, y'all. Like I moved him. I first had him in four, and then I was like, nah. And then I had him in five, and then I was like, all right, I'm gonna leave at five. Doing my list, I'm like five, no. Six. <laughs> How you, you know, guys feeling about the six? It was crazy before the season started. Before, like, we knew about Kristaps' injury was like, you know, how long he was out. I had them at three, just on paper. Ooh. I had them at three. Like with with the additions they had with Josh Richardson, um, with their defense going up, I had them at three. Like on paper, I thought they were better than the Nuggets. I Man, I, oh. honestly, you're you're not you're not like blasphemy wrong for that, bro. Because yeah. Like, they proved they could do it. Crazy, Luca was going crazy in the playoffs. Man, like, you got tell me, Junior, who, who you got? Yeah. Man, I, I I called it right before you said. It. I said I know exactly who you're going to pick, and I had the same same deal. I had the Mavericks in six, and I initially had them in fourth, and I didn't move them to six because of them. I moved it because the other teams I think are just better than them. But um, I have the Mavericks in six. So, you know, um, 
I think that I'm expecting them, have me having a mistake is actually part of me expecting KP to miss more games. I was ex- expecting it to happen at this point. If he plays the rest of the season, they could probably be that fourth or fifth seed. But but I think that it's the way just, just things pan out for, for Chris Tapps and for, and for the Mavericks, I got him sixth. Luca is like that. Like, he, he is really like that. But he can't do it all by himself. No one in the league can anymore. You know what I mean? It just That's just not how the league is set up anymore. So I think that um, Luca's not going to be able to carry them by, by himself to, you know, to a fourth seed. KP has only really played two games, but when he played, he's played, he's put up 16 points and seven boards, which is solid. You know, if you can continue to kind of on that upwards trajectory, that's, that's going to be key for them. Uh, Lucas at 28, 28 points, 10 rebounds and nine assists, which is very close to a triple double, which is just, they just furthermore proves that he is like that. But hey, you know, hey, the man is 21. I know. Come on that's now. crazy, that's man. Crazy. <laughs> and, that's crazy. And crazy. I think honestly, man, like the the thing that's tough about the Mavericks is after those two players, there's just not much. There's not much. Tim Hardaway Jr. Maybe, but he's in 19 points a game, which is respectable for a player of his caliber. But he's a maybe. And after Tim Hardaway Jr. is really absolutely nobody there, right? Like they lost Seth Curry. There's nobody there. And the West, and and every time we talk about teams, you got to add the fact that they're in the West, so it's just that much tougher, right? But that, that's why I got a six. They're in that. So my next bracket is that four to six bracket. I think they can all fluctuate, but I got Mavericks in six. But I want to hear who you got at six, AJ. I mean, this might just be a little bit of a recency bias, but I got the uh-huh. Warriors. I got oh, the right, Warriors. right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, no, I don't think you can count Steph out. 28, six assists a game. Um, I think just th- they've been playing and clicking really well together as of recently. I think if Ubre and Wiggins can keep it up, I think if Pascal keeps looking like a sixth man of the year, I think the Warriors. He's solid. I did not know he was that solid of a player until I saw him. Just he's a solid role player. He's a solid, he's solid a, role player. Big body. He's strong. He's a he's a strong sixth man. Um, I think that just even with the way the team is gelling together and with Steve Kerr not doing these weird ass lineups, I think that the Warriors, if if Curry keeps playing like he does. Which is a lot to ask. I think he. I think we can make six seed. Okay. okay. That's a solid. Yeah, I mean, I got him in seven, so I'm not very far from where you think. So absolutely, you can never count Steph Curry out. I mean, he's he's the best shooter of all time for a reason, right? So that's 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 a good shot for sure. All right. So uh, so now we get we get into the to to to, to the iffy zone, y'all. We get into the top five, top five, top five, man. So let let me kick off my number fifth, my number five seed. I'm going with Utah Jazz, man. The 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 they currently right now have the third best offense in the league, fifth best defense. They lead they lead, lead the league in offensive rebounding. One point that I want to bring up that, that that is great for them is the fact that Mike Conley's actually playing well this year. Mike Conley actually started playing about like last year he played horrific. Jordan Clarkson, as always, man, great off the bench. Uh l- last year they finished they, they finished in sixth seed. And a big reason they finished in the sixth seed is because when Rudy Gobert is off the court, they fall from the fifth best defense, f- fifth best defense to the eighth best defense. But they just add, but the addition of Derek Favors is going to provide them, you know, it's going to provide them a good defense for when Rudy Gobert is off the court. So, but but again, like I've said a million times, it sounds like a broken record. The reason why I only have them at fifth is because the West is so good. These other teams I have above them are just too good, man, too good. So, how, how you guys feeling about the fifth seed? Talk to me. Man, I got the Suns in fifth. I got the Suns in fifth. Yeah, 
I think I think a uh, man they're they're legit, right? They're legit. Look, they're they're right now they're fourth. I think that uh I was gonna say I even have here in my notes, I said I bet John doesn't even have to make it a playoff. <laughs> but 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 I, I think D Book and Aiden got another year to grow together. Now they're gonna be able to show, you know, how the kind of how they grew. Bubble Bubble Booker, like you said, he was crazy and he's continuing to play well. And I personally think I know he's thirty six, but I think adding CP three was huge. I think it was what they needed. You know, uh, they have a, a solid point guard because no matter how old he is, he's a smart player. Like the same thing I was talking about Draymond, how his physical game isn't what it used to be, but he's a smart player. And I think CP3 is the same thing. He's a smart player. And he still has that deadly mid-range, man. CP3 mid-range is going to something that's going to go down the Hall of Fame by itself. <laughs> but but I, I, I said, look, I said this when I traded down, and I'll say it again. Who's starving more for an NBA? No, I'm kidding. But I did say when the trade went down, the Suns had no excuse not to make the playoffs, and I'm going to stand by that. I think that if the Suns don't make the playoffs, that's a failure in their season in my eyes. I think CP3 is going to, you know, add that veteran leadership and a true point guard to help Steve D. Book. No excuse not to make the playoffs, in my opinion. The Talk Suns are what, fourth? The, the Suns fourth are what, right third, now. I don't know what it is. I think every season the Suns start out really well, and then they just kind of flatline. I, I, I feel like it's a trend. Like, every season we're talking about the Suns, like, starting out really well, and then they just kind of barely get into that eighth seed. But I think that this is a good sign. This is a good step. Um, For my – what are we at, five right now? We're five right now, yeah. Five, I have the Mavericks. Mavericks. I think this is a lot of it is banking on Kristaps' um, health. But when he's been playing, he's been solid. He's putting, like, 20 points a game. He's been pretty solid. Um, but a lot of this is banking on Kristaps' health. If he plays, if he keeps it somewhat consistent. I think Luka has been amazing, though. Um, I think I think Tim Hardaway, Josh Richardson, Jalen Brunson, they're all coming into their own. I think with Rick Carlisle, they could, they could, they could be five. That's what I think. Okay. I don't, I don't, I I don't know if I'd have this one that high. I don't know if I have the Suns that high. I don't know. I think I'm the only know. one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I can. I don't know either, AJ. I feel you on that. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so before I say uh, before I say my number fourteen, I also like AJ should have uh, 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 updated this when I heard of the of the Yusuf Nurkic injury. But in my number fourth seed, I got the Blazers, man. And with with that full healthy team. Like if you put Nurkic back in there, put CJ back in there, I st- I'm I'm confidently going done with the fourth seed. If Nurkic plays all season, if, if if CJ plays all season, we know what CJ could do. We know what Dame could do. You 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 put Nurkic in there. Zach Collins is he, he's set to return soon from his ankle injury. Bringing in Robert Covington gives him great an, another great three and D player. My favorite player, Junior, he knows what I'm going to say, Ennis Kanter. That's my guy, man. He's major slept on. Ennis Kanter is major slept on. I'm happy he's he, he's back on the Portland Trailblazers, you know, doing his thing. And Derek Jones, Jr., you know, in the beginning of the season, he he, he told the media, he said, he said, I'm really committing myself to offensive rebounding. And, and that's exactly what he's doing. And he's averaging the most offensive rebounds he ever has in, in his in his career. And, and you add all that on top of what they already have, like, they made the. I understand that they, they went to do to the play-in games last season, but they made the playoffs last year, and, and and I mean had a hard time facing the Lakers, but made the playoffs last year with that with that hurt squad. So you give them a healthy squad and a full year to gel, boy, I I, I definitely got them in the fourth seed. But you know, unfortunately, Nurkic and CJ are out now, and like how we said, 
if they drop too many games, it's going to be very, very difficult for them to bounce back from that. Tough to play catch up in the West. I got the Jazz in fourth. I think that they didn't improve much. They didn't improve their roster much. What they had a good team on paper last year, and this year they still do, but now they have more chemistry and more experience. You know, they went to seven games with the Nuggets, who turned out to be the second best team in the West. Uh, and I think Spider's going to take him to that next level. I always say Spider's underrated. Like, he, he's ranked as a very good player, and I still think he's underrated for what he does. Uh, I think he's going to take him to the next level this season, you know. And with the rankings the way I have him right now, I have him in fourth. I have the Suns in fifth, and I think that's going to be a great show. I think D-Book versus Spider is going to be everything that Spider versus Murray was and more because I think D-Book is obviously better between him and Murray. So, so I think that's going to be like a 2.0 to a classic. So, and also, man, like the Jazz of another player, I obviously, you know, you look at, you look at, at Mitchell and Gobert, but Jordan Clarkson, man, he's putting up 17 points a game. That's a big edge to have another scorer while still having players like Conley, Bogdanovich, and obviously Gobert. So I think they have a solid squad. I think they should be making fourth seed. And, you know, I have them in that that fourth to sixth range, but I think they're, they're, this one was a little easier to pick a fourth, and then fifth and sixth was a little more jumbled, but I think the Jazz are probably the clear favorites out of there. I think that, uh, that they make a solid fourth seed, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I had the, I had the Jazz at the fourth seed. Um, I think that you guys keep talking about Bubble Booker, but what about Bubble Mitchell? Like, Bubble Mitchell... I know. Bubble like, 35 points a game. <laughs> Uh, yeah. He put up like fifty-seven, and like he—he's—he's—he's he's, he's a bucket. He's a bucket. I think um, you know the Jazz right now are on a six-game win streak. Um, they beat the Bucks. They beat the Hawks. The Nuggets. Some some really solid wins. Um, Mitchell has been really consistent. Uh, Clarkson is on my fantasy. He's been a bucket off the bench. Um, I think now they have Bogdanovich back. That's been a great addition as well. Right now they're in the uh, fourth. They're third or fourth, I think, in the standings right now. They're ten and four. Uh, but th- they have a really solid six-game win streak. I think – I also agree. I think the uh, the Jazz will be the fourth seed. Okay. I, 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 I respect that. I respect that. All right. So now so now, now we think. get into re- real, real, real uncharted territory, man. Uh, so real quick disclaimer here. You know, I've been, I've been giving you guys my brackets. Like I got, oh, this from here to here. They can all kind of make some match. Now there's no brackets. Now I think now it's three – like these three teams, they're each in a little bit island of their own. Like I think three is not really messing with number two. Two is not really messing with number one. I think they're all isolated now. So just my, my I'm done. I'm done gonna, with my bracket. My question is, if we're all going to have the same top three, I'm I'm curious about that. I, I you know I want to <laughs> see. I think I I I think me and Junior might have the same top three to be honest. But look, 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 I think so. Well, well, we we definitely have the same number one. So we're gonna find out right now. <laughs> we have the same top three. We're top let's, number three. Let's get it. All right, let's get into this, man. So for my number three, I'm going with the Lake. I'm just kidding. I'm going with the Clippers. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going with the Clippers, dog. And you know they finally, finally seem to be you know getting get, getting it together and playing out the potential that they originally had. Paul George is putting up career highs in, in, in assists, in free throw percentage, in, in, in three-point percentage. Right now, he's currently averaging 25 points per game, actually playing very, very aggressively, which, which I, I, I like to see from him. The duo of Kawhi and Paul George is now kind of starting to live up to the hype, you know, that, 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 that they originally had because last season was an absolute – disgrace for Paul for, for Paul George. He put up career lows in almost every category. 
and choked in the and choked in the playoffs. And uh and 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 really to be honest with you, the reason why I I have the 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 Clippers there is because the team that I don't want to give away who I have in, in my second slot, but the team that I have in my second slot, if they lose their star players, they're okay. Like they're like they're not they're not like screwed. If the Clippers lose Paul George or Kawhi due to an injury or their famously known slogan "load load management," which we know it's going to happen, like they suck. Who you who who's going to run the ball to the offense? Zubak, <laughs> Patrick Beverly, like you know what I'm saying? Terrence Mann, you know what I'm saying? So 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 I, I definitely have the Clippers in my third seed, and I want to hear who you guys got in your third seed, man. Talk to me. Man, I think I think that one we disagreed. I got the Nuggets in third, actually. So uh, the reason the reason I got them in third, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why I got the Nuggets in third. It pains me to say this, but the Clippers are looking nice. The Clippers are looking nice, and I I, I mean they're right now they're 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 sitting with second in the second in the West, right? And the Nuggets are a tenth and seven and seven. I get it early in the season. But 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 I got the Nuggets in third. I think they got a dangerous team. Jokic is playing out of his mind right now. He's at 24 points, 11 boards, and 10 assists. Jamal Murray and Michael and and Michael Porter Jr. Are putting up 20 points again each. And and I honestly think that that core that wrecked the Clippers and overcame two three one deficits stayed together. But they lost Jeremy Grant. And I think I'm not gonna say oh they lost Jeremy Grant and not making the playoffs. But I think that was a big loss, and we're seeing he's balling out in 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 Detroit. So so there's there's tread off there, right? They got another year of experience. They have continued to improve, but they lost a player like Jeremy Grant, who's a full solid player for them. You know, I think they have a great team, but it's not quite their year. I think I think LeBron and AD are still too dominant. Uh, I think they're not going to become more legitimate title contenders in the next year. In the next year or two, they'll probably be be legit title title contenders. But I think they're just a notch below title contenders for now, you know. They're on their own categories. I don't think they're as good as number two, but I don't think they're as bad as number four. I and mean, bad, right? And they're all great teams. But uh, that's why I have them just in that third slot right right there. But it, it, it was it just – I had to do a lot of thinking on that because it kind of hurt me to say this. But I, I, got, I got the Clippers better than the Nuggets. But we'll see where better. What about you, AJ? I also have the Nuggets at three. I think Jeremy Grant was a big, big loss. Um, I think that Jamal Murray, like, I think he went berserk in the playoffs, but I think he's kind of went down back to earth now. He's only putting up around 20 a game right now. Um, I think Jokic mm-hmm. is doing everything he can, but I still think that Jeremy Grant was such a big loss. Defense, he was such a 3 and D player. I think their defense took a hit. And Michael Porter Jr. has only played four games for them because of COVID or something this season. Um, I think that's a big loss as well. I don't think that they can beat the Clippers again especially with if playoff P is not playoff P. I think if he performs like he is now, I don't think they can beat the Clippers. So that's why I have the Nuggets. But remember, last season in the regular season, he was also real nice. And they can't play time every single playoffs. We're going to wait till the playoffs to see if he can actually not be way off P. But I think (laughs) Jeremy Grant was a big loss for the Nuggets. I think I have him at three. I think Jamal Murray, I don't think he'll go back to what he was in the bubble. That's my opinion. Okay. All right. So now the 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 one everybody's been waiting for, man. The top the 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 top two seeds. So I'm gonna go ahead and kick off my number two seed. 
you know, and it's not too many teams left, man. And we know who we kind of know who number one is. So I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to Denver Nuggets, man. And the definite, and in my opinion, the definition of team ball, you know, we of course understand that, that, that Jamal Murray and Jokic are the stars, but when you watch, when you watch the, the Nuggets, when they're really clicking, they're really hidden on all centers and really dangerous is when Murray and Jokic are, are, are of course hidden, but also when Gary Harris is hidden, when Michael Porter Jr. is hidden, when, when Will, Will, burden is hidden when everybody's part of the offense when it's not just a two-man offense that's when the nuggets are a scary scary team and you know that you're a great team like like a a great team ball team (laughs) it's kind of hard to say but you're when you when you have weaker players like isaiah hartenstein like i've been watching some uh some some nuggets games and he he just like he's he was a nobody last year on on the rockets and like he's, he's he's coming off the bench and he's providing them great minutes great uh, uh just g- th- throwing the lob up to him the man demands a great de- great defensive presence and again just like how i mentioned for the clippers the reason why i really have him in the in, in the second seat over the clippers is because if one of those players fall if Murray falls off or if Jokic falls off or if, if, if Michael Porter Jr. falls off, Gary Harris, there is a next man up mentality, which, and, and there's an, there's at least a next man up available. And as for the Clippers, if PG falls off, mm, who's next? If Kawhi falls off, mm, like, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's scary, it, it, you know, and, and the Nuggets have more options as to, as to who is going to be up next and who is going to, provide him that scoring or that defense but I do I do agree with what both of you guys said losing Jeremy Grant hurts man like losing losing Grant, Jeremy Grant hurts a lot to them um but like I said man like that next man up mentality is what's going to give it to them and the experience that they got going against the Lakers last year in the playoffs is great for them man let's re- let's remember that both Murray and Jokic are be- are under 25 and they got that experience against Goat James and baby Goat AD so, <laughs> so yeah. that's that's what I got in my second seed, man. Talk to me why I got the Clippers. I got the Clippers. I think they're a great team on paper. Uh, I, by the way, I love how you just assume I had the Clippers because it's, it's just not the same. Team <laughs> uh, I got the Clippers. I think they they got a really good team on paper. I think they got slightly worse in my opinion because they lost Trez. They added Ibaka, but Trez has been the better player between the two this season. Uh, not only. I test wise, but just numbers wise, he's averaging 14 and seven compared to uh, Ibaka's 12 and six. Um, last year, obviously, you know, they fell apart. We don't need to, well, actually, we do need to talk about it. They fell apart. <laughs> uh, but, but I think they got another year of experience under their belt. And I think we're not going to see a meltdown from them again. I mean, that, I think that was a once in a lifetime type of thing, you know? So, show us shit, watch the highlights, put it on playback, watch the Clippers. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I just don't think they're beating the Lakers this season, to be completely honest. I, I, I think that um, just because I, I don't think that they, they're not going to beat the Lakers doesn't mean they're going to have a meltdown. I just believe that the Lakers are a superior team, and they've proven that. Um, but I also think, you know, the Clippers are respectable. It's not a team you could just brush off. You know, the Lakers, I think that they love to get complacent. Uh, and I think that's a thing that could easily bite them in the butt against a team like the Clippers. Um, I think the Clippers are in their own category. Like I had explained, you know, I think that one, two, and three have each their own category. And I do have them, you know, clear of the Nuggets, but I just don't have them quite at number one. Uh, but I want to hear who you got at number number two, AJ. So I have the Lake. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have the Lakers. <laughs> 
I have the Clippers as well. Um, I think, like you said, they're they're in their own island above the Nuggets. I think um, Paul George is playing with a chip on his shoulder. Well, you know, it's not the playoffs yet. We'll wait and see to see how he performs and they perform then. But right, right now he is shooting – his shooting percentages are career high. He's shooting 50, 50, 90. You know, he's becoming a little bit of a playmaker. He's got six assists this season, um, 25.6 assists. So I think PG is coming into his own now. I think he he heard the playoff splendor. He heard the playoff P jokes and everything. And I think that if PG is off, Kawhi is, is pretty consistent as well. But I think they're number two because in a seven-game series, like Trez was a big loss for them too. Like he's – Ibaka is nice, but he's not Trez. And in a seven-game right. series, I don't, I don't see – who could beat the Lakers in the West in a seven-game series? I don't think anyone is beating the Lakers. Man. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's tough. It's tough. But I guess that, that transitions well into our into our number one. That seems like we Except all have the to say number one. Except the Warriors last game, of course. You know, they just yeah. beat the Lakers. I want to find that ref on the street, man. That one who let Draymond travel all the way to the Caribbean. Cause man, no, it was, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give it, I gotta give it to the Warriors. Man. They play hard. They play hard. I mean, they, they really clawed. They were down by, I think 19 at, at one point and they clawed back, you know what I mean? Obviously that, 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 that travel call was big, but it's not, that wasn't a 20 point call. You know what I mean? So I think that, I got I got to give credit where it's due. They played hard, and and it was definitely it was a good win. It was a good win for sure. Yeah, it, it it definitely was. As a matter of fact, I watched the game like once. I already knew the score. I rewatched it. I was like, man, let, let me see what the Lakers like did wrong so I could find Lakers weakness. And they didn't play bad. They had they had a cool game. Like they like they were up in the coming into the fourth quarter. The Warriors just had a great game. So okay, we we, we got to give credit AJ. We got to give credit AJ. <laughs> I'll take that. That's like our conference final. That's like our championship right there. <laughs> <laughs> Man, right. I'm hearing it too. I got a lot of homies who are, who are Warriors fans. I'm Me hearing too. it. <laughs> Ooh, but, but I said, it's cool. It's cool. And I think even in the Warriors 73 and 9 season, I think the Lakers beat them once or twice. And uh, I think the Lakers team was garbage that season. So I said, it's cool. Let's just, let's just see what happens in the playoffs. But uh, but anyway, all right, man. So let's hear about it, John. What what? Who's your number one surprises? Man, all right. So for my number one, I don't think nobody had this. I think this is a hot take. Uh, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going with the Lakers, man. And we, we're talking about the number one seeded team last year, and they got better. They got better. Like that is a crazy. Their supporting cast got better. And I I I, I found the stat, and I, I I want to share this with you guys. So last season, LeBron and AD scored forty five percent of the Lakers points, right? And the rest of the team scored fifty four percent of the Lakers points. This season, LeBron and AD are scoring forty percent of the Lakers points, and the rest of the team is scoring sixty percent of the Lakers points. So like th- th- that's amazing for the Lakers because now you know. LeBron and AD, they can take more of a rest. You know what I'm saying? They don't got to go as hard every single game. And I know last year that day they already had a great supporting cast, but like you give them an even better supporting cast. And, and, and at times you're like, AD, LeBron, it's okay. You don't got to do this. Just give it to, give it to Trez. Trez is literally in the offense. We run plays. No, I'm saying we like we, <laughs> but the Lakers run plays for Trez, like f- like initiated all for him. We see Dennis Schroeder is oh my, I hope we, I hope the Lakers resign him, man, because he is a boy. He is so nice. I gotta say this for a second. The Lakers Sorry. got Dennis Schroeder for Danny Green and a pick. That's so that Rob Lincoln needs a statue outside of Staples Center right now. 
man. So so man, like like so to 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 me, it's it, it's just looking it's looking bad for the rest of the league, man. Because you're talking about the number one seed last year gets better, you know. So so and uh, you, you give LeBron and AD more of a chance to rest. They don't got to go as hard in, in the regular season. They got more in a tank for the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm, I'm like I'm 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 happy. My, my my Lakers is in the first seed, man. Talk to me, y'all. And, and you know why people get mad at the Clippers for having their rest and their load managers because they don't have a team besides Kawhi and PG. They don't have the depth that the Lakers have. You know what I mean? Like the Lakers have a much better bench than the Clippers do. So I think that like Rob Palenka is the fucking goat, like for real, man. Yeah, they need to they, they need to they need to put 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 his put his outside of Staples and retire his Blazers in the rafters because that <laughs> man, he's getting it done. Honestly, I mean, I got I got obviously I got the Lakers number one too. I don't think it's even close. I think I think it's just a cut above any other team in the league. They were already this way last year, and they've only gotten better. Trez is having a good start. Dennis the Menace has been crazy. I, again, don't know how he was just cost Danny Green, but somehow he did. JCP has been nice. He went six for eight today. He was six for seven on threes and then went six for eight. Uh, eventually, he's been a solid, solid role player. Taylor Horton Tucker, man. I know John hates this guy. No, he doesn't hate him. I know John, John just doesn't get on the hype as much as other people, but I, I think Taylor Horton Tucker is developing nicely. Caruso continues to improve. He's an underrated player. I mean, it's just this team has really gotten better, better through player development and through through acquisitions. You know, they're they're right now as the time of writing, the time of recording, they're undefeated on the road. They're twelve and four in the season. Uh, they had the shortest offseason in NBA history at seventy days, and I actually thought that they were going to be taking it slow uh, before the season. I thought they were going to be like the fourth seed. No joke. I thought they were going. LeBron was out here and going to play maybe one or two games a month. I thought they were just going to be taking it slow and, and just really fall. Because, I mean, it, if there's no fans, it really doesn't matter if you're, if you're first or eighth, right? There's no fans. And if they do a bubble, there's not going to be any travel either. But, I mean, in a sense, they are taking it slow. But even then, they're still whooping on most people. You know what I mean? So I think that's insane. I think they're far and away my favorites to win it. I called it last year. People thought it was the Clippers was going to win it. I didn't, I didn't buy into that. I thought it was going to be Lakers. I told them the Clippers were frauds. They got exposed, and, and the Lakers won. I'm calling it again this year. Well, not that the Clippers being frauds, but I'm calling the Lakers winning this year again. I just think they have the they have the the team to do it, in my opinion. Definitely. Yeah. As, as much as it pains me to say this, I have the Lakers. I have At least you're honest about it. Yeah, you know, I mean, I can't deny their greatness, like just their 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 depth. You know, like of course we know LeBron, we know AD, we know what they're gonna do every night. LeBron, thirty six years old, still a walking triple double. AD, still one of the best, I think top five player. You know, top five player without a doubt. Mm-hmm. But I think you know the development of th tht Kyle Kuzma. They re-signed Markeith Morris, which was big. You know, you for got- a minimum contract, which actually blows my mind. He's a solid, solid player. Solid definitely player. more worth more than a minimum. Like I was shocked to be. Was- I thought the Lakers were for sure going to lose him because he was going to want to get paid more. Somehow you see he gets resigned for the minimum. That's I think crazy. His brother got paid more. I think his brother's Clippers, right? I think. Yeah, brother- sixty-four million over like three years or four years. That's crazy. And you know that they? I saw this thing that they said that they share bank accounts. So, uh, so we got we got the, cl- the Clippers. Uh, no, the Clippers are basically paying for Marquise too. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah like, you know Wes Matthews was a good pickup Mark Gasol was a nice pickup like y'all only got better the Lakers only yeah. got better I think that in a seven game series there's no one that can really match up with even with AD and LeBron out if you know they rest or whatever I think that their bench could could definitely is a solid really deep bench yeah I think, I think no no LeBron and AD this team might, might I'm not gonna say guarantee but even without LeBron and AD this team might be making the playoffs like, that's how deep that team is. Like, I don't think they're going to win. They're probably get bounced in the first round. But but I'm saying, that, you know, just that that's a testament to, to how good they are if they can make the playoffs. Definitely, man, definitely. I don't think and, there's a debate. I don't think there's any debate about the Lakers being number one. Yeah. Definitely. But I'm, I'm curious to see the finals, you know, if, if theoretically if it ends up being Lakers-Nets, that'll be a good one. I still got the Lakers, but that would be a good, good primetime basketball to watch. Definitely, man. Hey, hey, AJ, I you know I'm 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 happy you uh I'm happy you were able to admit that, man. The other day I was I was having a uh when the Warriors beat the Lakers, I was having a conversation with a Warriors fan, and I told him, be honest with me, man. Even if Clay Thompson's back on the team, who do you have in a seven game series? The man told me Warriors in six. I almost lost it. I was like, blood, you can't. You're not allowed to talk basketball no more. Who's stopping AD? <laughs> Who is stopping AD? On Thank our you. Wiseman is gonna get. It's gonna get owned. It's gonna get sunned. Like, there's no way. Thank like, you, man. Like, I think I think that game was a testament of our heart and our bench. But that's not gonna happen for seven six games. I yes. know that. I it's know tough that. in the series. It's tough in the series. For sure. like, every other game, I have the Lakers. I, I know yeah. I have the Lakers. Like, that's a that, that's a real basketball fan, man. He got knowledge, yeah. man. Uh, but uh, but 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 that's it, everybody, man. That is our list. You know, thank you. Th- th- thank you for tuning in. AJ, man, you were an absolute great guest, man. We thank you very, very much for coming on. And we're going to have you real. Uh, we're we going to have you back on real soon, man. We're going to have you back on real soon. We'll, we'll do a we'll, we'll do another list, man. So so th- 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 that's it, everybody. Junior, thank you for thank you for coming on. As always, man. Any last words? Appreciate it. No, just thank you for having me. Always, as always, AJ, it was a lot of fun chatting that up with you getting through this list and i'm looking forward to the next time we get back together on this yes sir yes sir thank you guys for having me i appreciate it it's all good man aj aj you got any last words for the fans hey man warriors and seven bro we believe (laughs) (laughs) the release season that's a throwback for sure it it was a blast it was a blast for sure definitely but, but man man that's it y'all so stay um oh yeah go ahead go ahead and uh follow all the instagrams y'all i'm gonna I'm drop aj's instagram right there in his little bubble y'all go ahead follow that i'm gonna drop junior's instagram right here in his little bubble and i'm as always i'm gonna drop the clutch talk instagram right here y'all go follow that man that's what the, 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 that's where we drop episode updates and we, we drop nba trivia polls and all of that man so stay tuned for more episodes y'all and we appreciate everyone tuning in and that's it, though, y'all. We out here, y'all. Clutch Talk out. After you take Brandy to the prom, you coming back to school with shades on your head. Literally looks like a jersey that you would leave out on the side of the street to get picked up by the garbage company, like, the next day. <laughs> Me and Matt say we're 6'4", but I think we're each probably an inch shorter than that. Me rounding up hurts nobody, helps everybody. Basketball tales so strange, you didn't know that you didn't know them. So listen up, y'all. It's NBA Storytime, available wherever you get your podcasts.